So, welcome to the Secret Silo Show, where we decided to bunker away from the monsters that roam the Earth. From aliens to Yeti, we discuss it all. My name is Harrison, and today I'm joined by Isaac, Shayla, Tyler, and Elijah. Um, but we are doing the uh, we're doing the second week of the serial killer battle royale, which I guess is the official name because we can't think of anything else. Where we decide who would be the top serial killer. Season one so far, the first winner that we have was H.H. Um, H. Holmes. Rigged. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this week we are doing Carl Panzeram versus versus Richard Ramirez. Um, Isaac has Carl Panzeram and Sheila has Richard. Yes, you are. Not in flesh. Oh, not in flesh. No, sorry, you're right. Not in flesh. Uh, Isaac is pronouncing his fight for Carl's Panzeram, and then Shayla is doing Richard Ramirez. Um, and orig- oh, and this week I will be the judge. Um, Shayla, and, or not Shayla, sorry. Tyler and Elijah are here just to kind of listen in, see how we do things. But um, originally I was like, yo, Panzeram has got this in the bag. But after, I'm still confident at this But moment. after like watching the Night Soccer docu- documentary and like hearing about some other things, I was like, uh, he had kind of a huge impact on things. So we're gonna go for it first. How should we do how should we do the who wants to fight first? Should we like flip a coin to see who does the argument first? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I guess we could do that. Okay, I was gonna say I knew that was coming. Yeah. I just don't like to hear anybody else's before I do mine, because then I'm like, oh. Well, that's right. I forgot so, last time you like to go first too. Yeah. All right, so Shayla, you so up then the floor. I can kind of start it off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I had Mr. Ramirez, the Night Stalker, full name Ricardo Leva Munoz. Oh. <laughs> um, so he was uh, born uh, February 29th, 1960, in El Paso, Texas. Um, died uh, June 7th, 2013 of cancer in That's right. He just had like a very subtle death. So it was weird. It's crazy to me after all he did that, like he was sentenced to death, I, but yeah. just like... He was on death row the whole time, right? Life? Yeah. He was on death row the whole time, Literally. and then all of a sudden he just got cancer. Um, so his, um, his reign, it was 1984, June 1984, August 1985. Um, he was six foot one, 155 pounds, brown eyes, shoulder length brown hair, um, extreme big <laughs> hay on his upper and lower teeth. That was one of the things yes. that he was hmm. known for. Which he is had really, class, really, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he had really like bad breath. murdering people and you can't brush your teeth. He had, I remember some of the victims even said that he had bad breath. Like that was one of the things that... I love how that's what they're worried about. <laughs> well, no, that was that was that was more like a God, you stink. that was more like a thing that they were trying to remember things. Oh, okay. You know, when they were trying to catch him. Um, anyway. Yeah. So I think uh, he was just kind of raised to be crazy. I feel like he was born crazy. He had an abusive father. Um, then he had a cousin named Mike who was home from Vietnam, the Vietnam War. I thought it was his uncle. Oh, I thought it was... One of the two. doesn't matter. Who cares? We can fact check. Yeah. <laughs> fact check. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. But... but <laughs> pretty, pretty sure it was his brother. 
No, it wasn't his brother. <laughs> sure, it wasn't a cousin? It was his right. mom. It was his mom. It's from Vietnam. <laughs> it's actually his child. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Um, so he was a preteen at the time, and he was influenced by insert family member mm. name here. Um, the family member, Mike, he showed him like Polaroids of victims that he like tortured overseas, yeah. including a beheaded. Oh, shit. Boy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Things that you should show to your family member. Developing you know, brain. Developing, developing yeah. brain. Um, and then he also um, was the witness to uh, his cousin shot. His cousin was married, shot his wife, and he was witness to that. Mm. Um, his first known victim, it was the rape and stabbing of a 79-year-old widow. And he oh kind of continued goodness. on then. Um, various God weapons, damn. handguns, knives, machetes, tire irons. Yes. Um, known for kind of that was That was one of the things why it was so hard to catch him, because he didn't have there a specific no, like, MO. No MO. Yeah. yeah. He was just like all over the place. And um, yeah, so shootings, um, knives, he would mutilate the body sometimes. One was found with her eyeballs taken out. He also was like, Lovely. he called himself a Satanist. He would sometimes leave pen pentagrams and whatnot um, mm -hmm. in the victim's blood, on their bodies, on the walls. Um, but yeah, he was finally... Uh, so he was an artist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tragically misunderstood. Yeah. Oh, like, man. he didn't get into art school, and this is what happened. I know. Just yeah. like, just like Hitler. Hitler, yeah. No. Hitler, nobody liked his painting, so he's like, I'm going to kill six million Jews. <laughs> Direct correlation. Yes. Nothing else happened. Yes. I don't know if this is kind of... That is why we cannot have failed artists in this world, because they <laughs> we, will kill support all everyone. We need music in school. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Even over Zoom. Um, I don't know if this is kind of working against me by saying how he was apprehended, but I just feel like it's a fun little detail. Sure. So um, there was uh, DNA that was found on, or somebody had gotten a license plate number. Um, mm. Who had been tracking yeah. him already had figured out that um, the name Ramirez was associated in some way. Mm. So they ran those fingerprints just to get into that name. And he had petty crimes as a child, like oh. burglaries. Yeah. Um, like, I think... Uh, possession of marijuana and cocaine. Because I think originally his um, name showed up in the suspect list, but the suspect list was so, so wide. Big, yeah, well, because it was like, yeah. And like, and he, I mean, he had those other crimes, but nothing, I don't think, severely violent. No, so no. he probably wasn't on their list. But anyway, they um, identified him. They were able to cross-identify him that way. And they released um, his photo and his name to the newspaper. Uh, they were afraid to, I guess, because they were worried it might like tip him off and he could just run away. Right, because I think um, he was paying attention to mm -hmm. the media, too. Like, kind of messing with them. Yes. Uh, and so he was recognized by a gang of people in L.A. and They, they beat, just, the, they beat shit the shit out of him. him. <laughs> the cops had to lie. I think he was, they like, thankful for the They beat the shit out of him. It was so amazing. Like, he was literally, like, running down the street, and they just fucking stomped his ass. Um, and I just think, final quote, when he was sentenced to die, that it was, he said, big deal, death always come, went with the territory, see you in Disneyland. Which <laughs> is so funny. <laughs> I'm going to Disneyland. I'm going to Disneyland. They also said, like, the last words that before he died was Lucifer dwells in all of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What an emo. Yeah, I know, he's such an emo. <laughs> such, a, such, emo. A, such an ad lord. Ed lord. Ed lord. Um, yeah, because I, I recently watched the Night Soccer documentary, and some of the details were insane. Like, I think they literally found out his name because there was some guy at a bus station that the cops put in the back of his car, and they beat the shit out of this guy <laughs> to get his name, which I'm like, I don't know if that's legal, but yeah, different time, different time. But um, Got it, the, didn't they? the cultural impact he had on people, I didn't realize how big it was. 
like you weren't alive in that time. Well, yeah, exactly. But after seeing some of the some of the, the the documentary photos, people gathered in the streets, like to pray uh, or like basically rejoice in the fact that he got caught. Like he had such an impact on the community that people were scared to go out at night. Well, they just such. So I mean, because you just. Like it looked like it, it like looked like guys, a parade. Yeah. It looked like a parade when they got caught. People were like outside cheering and having a party. Like it was, it was crazy. Yeah, just somebody just, just to be that scared all yeah. the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. Um, how many total victims did you have? Uh, uh, killed fourteen people in raped and tortured at least two dozen. Two, two dozen? Yeah. Oh, they said and, two yeah, thousand. Yeah, no, no, no. Because every he didn't. Um, he didn't kill every single yeah. one of his people that he killed. Like so there were some people that he. Which I guess could be a thing again. Yes, he was a serial killer, serial, serial rapist, kidnapper, kidnapper, pedophile, and burglar. Kidnapster. <laughs> um, so some people, some people, he would like he literally like would drag him out to the woods, rape him, and then just let him, leave him be. Um, do you do you remember hearing the story about the girl with the keys? So one of his victims, uh, he broke into this house. He I don't remember who he killed first, but there was one girl who literally like had her hands on the counter and she was ducking down. And as soon as she raised her head, he shot her in the head because he saw her hands on the counter. So he was just waiting there with the gun. But the because he was also like his whatever that family member was, he was in the military and he like kind of helped him with yeah. basic weapon mm. yeah. training, so he knew how to handle the weapons yeah. as well. But then there was but then that girl's roommate, um, he pointed the gun at her and he, she put her hands up and he shot and it hit her in the hand, but she was holding her keys. Oh. So the bullet actually bounced off her keys and he thought she was dead. And so I think that's when he went to the other roommate who was ducking behind the counter. But this girl actually got up and ran outside. For some reason, she came back and then she saw him leaving the house and she was like, you already shot me once, are you gonna do it again? And he's like, no, and he just walked off. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, why would you go back? That's so crazy. And then talk to him? I yeah, like, exactly. Like, and then, so it made it really, right it made it, like for some reason he was like, even with stories like that, he still remained uncaught for a long time. But I mean, it's just that area. I mean, of brown eyes, brown hair. Yeah, like, yeah. Kind of right. It was a very average build. Yeah. It was a very heavy, heavy uh, Hispanic community too. So, so I mean, he just kind of had that anonymity you know, going for him. And the teeth. Yeah. Oh, weird. He had a spouse. <laughs> and from, you're all still single. From 1990, <laughs> from 1996 until he died in 2013. Oh yeah. After so he, he was in prison. So he got yes. a wife after he got married. So think about that. If you're single out there, oh, he's gone. You, it's your own fault. Yeah, you <laughs> literally serial killers will get married Supreme before you. Killer was married two times, you incel. <laughs> anyway, is that anything else you want to add to that? Um, I mean, no, because I feel like we got to go a little bit back and forth. So that's just okay. my yeah, overview, yeah, kind of just some basic facts. If you okay. have any questions, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to hear about this guy. So I had no idea who this was. Yes, um, this is my boy, Carl Panzeram. He's my boy. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't idolize fan serial killers, but this guy, there's something about Except him that's amazing. <laughs> Except for this one, this there's something amazing like, about this guy. this guy. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm telling you right now, if he'd have met you, you wouldn't have been married. No. <laughs> no. So I just to start things off, I so again, I never, I had no idea who this was, and so. I watched a couple of documentaries and stuff like that, and the one thing that always creeped me out the most is the opening line of his manifesto, which I will read. In my lifetime, I have murdered 21 human beings. I have committed thousands of burglaries, robberies, larcenies, 
and arsons, but not but last but not least, I have committed sodomy on more than one thousand male human <laughs> yes. beings. He was he was big most on the butt. Most of he, them children. And most of them oh. most of them males too, I think. All of them males. Oh all of them males, yeah. Uh, he was big on the boy boy butts. Yeah. He said, I have no conscience, so don't worry about me. I don't believe in man, God, or the devil. I hate the whole damn human race, including myself. Yes. And he hated <laughs> Again, emos. I know. He hated everything about humanity. It was yeah. so funny. And then there's one more that I wanted to do. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, language. Jeez. He kind of looks like Jude Law. Ooh, let me see. <laughs> well, according to this picture, but yeah. the, every single oh, yeah. every single photo looks all different. Oh my that god! One no way. Like Law. <laughs> what? I don't see it. Lawful neutral. What did I say? We all said good. I said lawful neutral, did you? though. Yeah. yeah, I did. Wow. No, I said lawful good. Lawful good. Huh? No, I said lawful neutral. Lawful or good. I did, yeah. <laughs> I'm not letting you win another one. Anyway. Um, so basically, the 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 gist of the one that I was trying to find is that I broke every single law I could, and if there were more that I missed, I would happily break them. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I love Pantherim. He's amazing. <laughs> I'm worried about you. <laughs> Um, so, like, just basic things, uh, he was accused of a petty crime in his young days. Well, actually, sorry, not to, not to interrupt, when was he born? Oh, okay, so, uh, June 28th, 19, or 1891. 1891, okay. So, quite a while ago. I'm just doing quick, quick facts, uh, <laughs> accused of a petty crime, sent to a, uh, I think, it, I don't know if it was an Orthodox jail, but it was definitely a... A Jesus jail. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> My favorite jail, Jesus and just jail. Genuinely, genuinely abused mm-hmm. for many years. Um, just yeah. Imagine, abused. imagine a jail in 1891 or 18 whatever. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll say night. We'll 1900s. say yeah. We'll say night. Early Where, 1900s. He was born in East Grand Forks, Minnesota. Okay, I think yeah. M N. Whatever M N. Yeah, Minnesota. Um, and like just listening to him describe the the prison that he was in, it's just like no fucking wonder. Like mm-hmm. they like threw freezing water on these kids, or like they would whip them. Like they called it the paint shack. I think the one of the rooms that they took him in, they called it the paint shack because mm-hmm. it was just, there was so much blood on the walls from them whipping these oh. kids that it painted the wall. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, and so obviously he didn't like be a stellar human being. <laughs> Um, but the one thing that started his whole thing was that he escaped. I don't remember when, I think he was like 13 or something like that. Escaped the prison and hopped onto a train and was immediately raped by <laughs> a group of, uh, of traveling <laughs> Just makers. immediately. No, I mean, it was like, a, like he was describing it. He's like, the door wasn't even shut. Oh my God. And they, they were just like, hey boy. And he's Damn. like, no, I don't want that. And they're like, too bad. And yeah, they just like absolutely ran a train on him. Damn. And from then, that moment on, he's just like, yep, all things go. Like, I'm so broken that I will do, I'll do, I'll give everything to the world. Back. Looking, yeah, and that's, that's where the hatred came from, essentially. Um, I, I was looking at his born and death date. There, he was not that old. No. He was no. not that old. It's uh, like, how would, you, like, you know exactly what that felt like to have that inflicted upon you. So why would you want to return that favor? See, well, I, was so, but just, I was listening to that whole thing. It's just like, you remember how terrified you were. And because of his broken childhood, he's like, oh, A equals 
you know, A, A well, that's, B equals C. Well, like, honestly, that's what happens more to often than not. Yeah. Is a lot of times, like, if people get some kind of act put upon them at a young age, they in turn put that on them. Like, yeah. if you th- like if you think about how parents, like, if they, like if a parent was abused, then they abuse their yep. kids. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's, a very, it's, a, it's a very common yeah. thing. So that's, that's, I get where he's, like, why his mindset was in that way, where he was like, I was raped, therefore I'm gonna rape. Yeah. Like, it was kind of like, it's this weird, weird psychological effect that happens very, very commonly. It's, like, that's just so twisted. That's yeah, like, it's very, twi- no, it is very twisted. I'm not, I'm, so not, I'm not saying it's okay, but I'm saying that's oftentimes where it goes. Like, that's where the head goes. But, so, yeah, it's just thou- a thou- over a thousand sodomies. But not as many Allegedly. Well, according to him. According to him. <laughs> but I mean, that, that is one thing. He it was only 25. Jeez, that's not bad. Um, that was one thing that a lot of people were like, Psh, okay, like it's a serial killer picking himself up. Like right. those numbers are not real. You can't prove that he sodomized a thousand people. <laughs> Only maybe 800 or something like that, but like <laughs> I would say way less. I know. <laughs> Just the fact that. But like, I mean, I mean, think about it. like ma- mathematically. If mathematically, like we'll say you don't start sodomizing until you're like 15, right? Shayla's so happy right now. 15. So he <laughs> yeah. was only like what 40 when he died. Yeah. Like 39. Like that's a lot. So like mathematically, a thousand yeah, into yeah. like 20 years over time. Like that's a like, lot. Yeah. I guess that's like, like a big I get well sure yeah if he saw his every single day that's only like that's like three or four years straight. No big deal. Yeah. Maybe he took a day off after all. <laughs> no, no. Um, but Sunday's the Lord's day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Naturally, Jesus jail. Yeah. But yeah, so this a career of definitely some murders, but a lot of sodomy and, mm-hmm. and kind of like a record. Like, his whole thing was to break every rule he could to yes. make everyone as miserable as he could, yep. including himself. Mm-hmm. And then uh, got caught in, like, the dumbest way. As, as they usually do. Well, they usually do. You finally, like... Just, like... You'll fucking... stab someone and go across the street. And just like Ramirez, he literally got... I feel like it's always up. just some one unlucky break. Yes. Right. That's usually how it is. But at least he got caught. Um, did he... Was he only in one area? Um... I don't believe so. I do think he traveled. I think he was all over. He was he was almost borderline drifter killer. Well, also almost borderline. he he was draft he wasn't drafted. He joined the army or the mil- he joined the military and As was pretty much kicked out of it immediately. Oh, okay. <laughs> like didn't even make it through basic. No, training. he would literally like just fight anybody that he could. Yeah. Like there was times where people would literally just turn their back on him and he would just fucking murder them. And it's like <laughs> Like, he was just like, uh, but it was so funny because there was this one period of his life where he literally formed, like, a man crush on, like, one of the guards at, like, a yeah. prison. I don't know if you remember, I don't know I if do, you got yeah, to that. The one that got him to write his memoirs. Where it was, memoirs. like, literally, yeah, it was the guy who got him to write his memoirs. This guy, like, turned his back on him one time and he was like, oh, I could have murdered you right now if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, but he, like, like, I think he had he a crush on this guy. Like, he literally would write him letters back and forth. And, if, and like, one point, this guard didn't write him letters. It was kind of like the equivalent of nowadays of, like, being left Ghosted. on red. <laughs> where he would, like, I see that you didn't write me back. Like, he was so butthurt about yeah, it. Yeah, he has a book. It, yeah, it's his. his <laughs> he he was forced to write. He was basically forced to write his own autobiography because yeah. they're like, we all want to know what the fuck is wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fine, geez. And then they put me for it for him. And he's like so excited about it every day. And then yeah, he's like, the thing with the thing of the turning back. I think it was something like, if you were any other person, yes, you'd be dead. yes. 
But I think but he, I, like I think he literally had like a man crush relationship on this right. guy, where he was like, "I respect you and I low key love you," right? But I'm not gonna I'm admit also that. A psycho yes, because I'm also a psycho rapist, but I'm like not gonna kill you even though I could. And then he got butthurt when he didn't get a letter back from yeah. him. Like, it was so funny. I would say that's a TV game too, because Richard Ramirez never had, like, hot feelings. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a little bit of a stress. If you want to say... At least my guy didn't know about love. <laughs> if you want to say Richard Ramirez raping like children... <laughs> Not least, catching at feelings. At least his weakness wasn't fucking cuddly feelings. <laughs> he was through and through raping those six-year-olds. <laughs> well, okay, like, I'm just trying to... No, no, I get it. So... I was honestly... I feel like I... <laughs> yeah, I was honestly shocked. This entire time that I was reading it, I was like, holy shit. And, like, the level of just no regret whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Just did not... Literally didn't give a shit. Yeah. Same. Well, yeah, but it's so weird going through these things where it was just like, yeah, I did it. They're yeah, old. no, he literally was just like, yeah, I'm violent. Fuck the world. I don't give a shit. I will kill and rape as many yeah. people as I can. Like, if you or I guess dudes out, as I can. I'll rape you on the way out. Yes. It was both just kind of like him with his whole abuse thing and then him with his, like, his cousin influenced him. So yeah. Yes. Like that background influence. And yep. they were both just like very much violent. Dude, so read back. your kids fucking yeah. Winnie the Pooh, all right? Stop this shit. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's what makes them both, like, yeah. I see them both as very scary just because, like, they just had no moral. Yeah, whatsoever. and if you start them young enough, you can pretty much do that to anybody, yeah. which is the really bad stuff about humanity. Yes. And they were just caught because they were just tripped up. Yep. Like... Yeah, so, uh, he got caught um, stealing a radio and some jewelry from, uh, from I think it was like friends. a dentist or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, the stealing a radio and some jewelry from the home of a dentist on August twentieth. I was gonna say really a radio, but because he he got caught in nineteen like thirty like, or yeah, late twenties. But I was like, oh wait, I was thinking like radios isn't like, like oh, Radio Shack, like a big boombox. But it's like no, they had like military radios back in the day too. So, but also uh, <laughs> he got arrested for the thieving and immediately started confessing to being a murderer and a rapist. Yeah. Like, so it's like so that's to, like to, from the moment he's like, oh hey, by the way. Yeah, I stole that. I also killed three kids. Oh, right. Go. Maybe he right. just wanted to make sure he was locked up. I feel like I feel like that I feel was like that might have been a person. <laughs> I feel like part of it was like maybe either he was dumb and didn't realize what he was getting arrested for. Right. Or it was one of those things where it's like he was like, I'm okay with being put away for life, so I'm gonna just like admit to all this other crazy shit that yeah. I did because he did, wanted to almost like create a legacy for himself I didn't get the vibe at any time during the the videos that I was watching that he was overly intelligent no uh, I didn't get the vibe that he was most, like a hunter most circulars aren't yeah that's the thing. I mean if you've got some on this list that genuinely were like your bell gunnesses and stuff like that that were cerebral killers like they were geniuses well okay you know I mean think about it like this like Green River Killer for example which we're gonna talk about later he was a fucking dullard however Absolutely. as far as a killer goes he was above genius level as right. far as killing and not getting caught but then you do have some people like <laughs> uh, who was the guy that put the bombs in the mail do you mm, remember who that was I know who you're talking about he actually had a genius level IQ yeah um, he got caught. I watched because I just watched a documentary on him. I don't remember his fucking I, name. I've just listened to a time. Well, he'll he'll be on season two yeah. of this serial killer battle right now. Once Bell uh, Venice wins it all, yeah, right? 
Um, God, I know. I'm so excited. I for love Belle Gunn so much. <laughs> She's so, amazing. The most ridiculous serial killer of all time. She is amazing. Um, anyway. But yeah, just I never really got the the chills of someone that was like hunting people. Yes. He probably like, just went to a bus station and was like, and you're getting raped. Yeah. Like, just like flip a coin. Is it this fucker I or this fucker? I almost feel like anybody who crossed his path was yeah. a potential target. And like, like he, you said, he I don't traveled think, yeah. and it was really just unluckiness. Like, yeah. did you cut him off in traffic? I think, he, I, I think he hated humanity so much that he didn't care who it was. It was pretty much like, you yeah. could literally, it'd be like one of those things where like you bump into him in a in a crowded area and you're like, yo, you're getting raped and murdered. Yeah. Like it was one of those things, you like the rest of us would like to open like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. But yeah. yeah. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah, he did it, yes. <laughs> Man, I would totally kick his ass. Yeah. And then he did. But yeah. Um, did you hear about how he died? So he got hanged mm. uh, September 5th, 1930. As the officer attempted to place a black hood over his head, he allegedly spat in the executioner's <laughs> face. I'm like, I fucking love this guy. So, Even on his way out, he's like, fuck last. everybody. <laughs> yes. When any when asked for any last words, he responded, "Yes, hurry it up, you who's your bastard! I could kill a dozen men while you're screwing around. This guy is amazing. I love him. Yeah, he's just like hurry up and get it over with. God, yeah. But the thing is with Panzerem is, I'm guessing neither of you guys have ever heard of him. I have not. You haven't. You haven't. You haven't." I was the only one that knew about him, and even then, he wasn't like a household name, like Bun- like Bundy, yeah. Dahmer, Ramirez, like those. I don't know, and I, you could almost argue, oh, maybe it's because that's close to our generation. But look at Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper was earlier than everybody, but hit. That's one name that you know. So it's just weird that. Panzeram had all this notoriety, but he isn't like a household There's name. There's also that kind of like knows. the theory of like. If you make someone shudder enough, you don't want to talk to them. Yes, like Albert Fish. Yeah, where it's just example. like, he's so fucked up that I don't want to talk about yes. this guy. Like, two examples, like like I said, I have a really, really strong stomach for this kind of stuff, but the two people, Albert Fish. the two people that I cannot oh. handle is Albert Fish and the Toy Box Killer. I was just going to say, Toy yeah. Box Killer I fucked me up. I think a lot of people kind of tend to sweep things under the rug yeah. when it's something that has to do with children. Like, Again, and, yeah, they like, don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Just like the like, Catholic Church. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> talk about the biggest serial killer. That's one of those like <laughs> hush hush Saints topics. Yes. Yeah. Not as, yeah. Which it's like no, like talk about it because it's like no, you guys are fucked up. And yeah. Everyone, yeah, yeah. anyone who does that, I bullet to the head. That's yes. my opinion. Yes, which is why, which is why <laughs> I've actually, which yeah. I, I've actually talked about in the past how I wanted to start a cult, but like. <laughs> but but like, it. hang on, hang on, hang on. But we do like Don't a thing. But we do a thing where we basically do ritualistic sacrifices, but we only sacrifice convicted pedophiles. <laughs> because to me, I don't see them as people anymore. Because From the it's like, up. yes, because literally you like did the most horrific type of crime against oh, yeah. somebody that couldn't do anything about it. As, so you're, it's like, as you're drooling over pants. <laughs> yes, I know. So it's kind of ironic. You're a terrible cult leader. I know. I'm kind of ironic. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so hanged, uh, smart mouthed his way out to meet the Grim Reaper, who was very happy to meet him. I'm sure. I'm sure him. And, I'm sure him and the Grim Reaper shook hands. You know, <laughs> big fan, big fan, big fan. The Grim Reaper was like, actually, you're too much for me. <laughs> yeah, you want my like, job? Take a break. <laughs> did uh, did your guy have like a snarky end moment? 
Like, did, I think he just slowly oh, drifted yeah, away from the cancer. He's in jail after murdering all the. I feel like that was like. Yeah, that's pretty good. Which is pretty good, I yeah. I did see another quote. I had forgotten about the Disneyland one night, for sure. But yeah. How many times do you think they have So Ramirez died of complications secondary to B cell lymphoma. Yeah, lymphoma. She knows. She took notes. I very much researched it. He also had been affected by chronic substance abuse and chronic hepatitis C viral infection. Hep C's fun. Wait, how is he having substance abuse issues in jail? No, no, no. It was like. Let's see. Before he was sent her. Oh, that was before. It was beforehand. It was like after effects, essentially. He never dwells within us all. And that's, the, just and, violent and that's the thing know. is like the the thing about death row is sometimes you could be on death row for like 20 oh yeah years. most people who are on death row i don't do know that like natural causes yeah. or yes. whatever or some other i don't know if you've heard about like japan's death row process but it's like one of those things where it's, it could literally be any day like, i love that yes it's like it's yeah, like one of those things where it could be 20 years like in america or it could be tomorrow they yeah. don't know they don't know so it's always one of those <laughs> things it's just pretty wild they are. So, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. I do want to talk about that one guy eventually, about the guy in Japan who was a cannibal and he got away with it because of like certain laws. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, remember that. I think he should be added on to the second season. But, um, <laughs> I don't know if he'll make it up very high, but it's still I don't know because, because I, yeah, we'll see. But, um, because there's a lot of good potential names for the next one. But, um, is there any last minute remarks you guys wanted to do like last like what did we do last time where like we did like la- yeah did, closing argument did or i guess your pros and cons yeah so, so did uh richard ramirez have a manifesto no uh, i mean he has a netflix documentary <laughs> oh okay big swinger over here <laughs> <laughs> Probably. No, I would say I would no say a point, would I would say a point against Panzeram because he had one movie and it had James Woods playing him. <laughs> so I, feel like I love James Woods, <laughs> but him as Panzeram, it's like I could see it, but no. That's like Leo DiCaprio because, <laughs> because that's the thing. I, I don't know if you guys knew this, but the thing about Panzeram is he he was actually shorter than Ramirez, but only by one inch. He was like six foot. Hey, Ramirez was six one. But uh, but um, Panzeram was hardened like mu- like he was a muscular dude yeah. because all he did was like hard work his whole life like he was a fit <laughs> muscular man so Ramirez all those people back then just like yes. manual labor yes <laughs> like, that's all they knew Ramirez was tall but he was lanky like I feel like he would you said like, what 155 and how tall Six foot one. oh he was lanky okay. yes yes um cause that's only 5 pounds away from me but, he, but I mean he did cocaine so, right. Yes, very lanky, which <laughs> means which means if which means if we if we put him in which means if we put him in a room together, I feel like Ramirez would have a better reach on him. You know what I mean? Okay. But I feel like are we in cage fights? No, no, no. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, toe to toe. McGregor and Poirier. Uh, but I mean, like, um, as far as like she overall, like overall, like muscular, like physicality. Um, pans pans around comes on top. Big obviously, buff. yeah, big buff. He's a guy. very, very buff, very fit in every way possible. But Ramirez has the uh, stanky breath attack. <laughs> yeah, I feel like yes. he, that's like a grosser look. It's like a, a he Pokemon power. Just <laughs> Ramirez, he's a stinky like that's guy. the thing is like Ramirez. Certain pictures, he's kind of good looking until you see his teeth, and then you're like, oh, you're a fucking gross dude. Like, I feel like the gross. same could be said about the other guy. Well, yeah, that's very. True. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah, Pansaram kind of looks like a. A normal dude. Yeah. yeah. 
Hey, oh, sorry. Ramirez has the cheekbones. I mean, he kind of just looks like a, like a dude. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a minor. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, he'd be there's in District 12 There's for something sure. in his eyes, though. Like, just in his eyes, he just doesn't look very... Fair. Like, like just well, that's how it is with that's how it is with most killers. Is I feel like they just I almost feel like he's kind of like a good looking dude. Don't have anything behind their eyes. That like photo's a, yeah. not terrible. Yeah, like that's definitely like, his profile pic. Harrison said Jude Law. <laughs> yeah, he kind of looks like Jude Law. <laughs> Jude, Law's, Jude Law's buff cousin. <laughs> um, okay, so basic stats. Uh, Ramirez, what did we say? Six <laughs> one. Yeah, Woo! Six one hundred fifty five. Yeah, that's his uh, his crime sketch. It's pretty close. Oh yeah, that one, that's crime sketch. Everybody scary. wanted Michael Jackson to be like that. It's like an alien drawing Michael Jackson. Like, does that one not look like Michael Jackson? <laughs> With a better nose. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. All right. Um, I have so... literally put in Richard Ramirez's teeth, and none of it is of his teeth. It's just his face. Yeah, his teeth are fucking gross looking. Ew. Yeah. See, and that, that, that motherfucker looks like a fucking rapist. Looks like a demon. He does. El Diablo. But honestly, I think both of them, like, that's just what they were. They were just evil, evil men. Yeah. yeah. Um, they just wanted to make other people feel the pain that maybe they had been feeling. And yeah. just went about it in a very, very twisted, wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Ramirez, six foot one. What'd you say? How many pounds? One fifty five. What, what, what about? <laughs> what about? Um, she knows. Okay. What about Panzeram? What was his height and weight? All right, Carl Panzeram. Six feet tall and six foot. And I'm not seeing a weight. Let's see here. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Uh, I know you just raped uh, a thousand people and murdered twenty. How much do you weigh? <laughs> Thank you. Cool. Uh, history. We're putting on a uh, Wikipedia. Uh, I'm not seeing a weight. I think, from what I heard, I think he was uh, about 200 pounds. But like a nice shapely 200. Yes. <laughs> just, just skinny as a rock with a fucking beer belly, just like the worst serial killer body ever. No, he was, he was definitely very. Oh, you know who he does look like? He looks like Captain Winters from fucking uh, Band of Brothers. I don't, I don't think I ever saw that. You never saw Band of Brothers? No. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Killer. Oh, yeah. Six foot. So, so apparently he was six foot 200 pounds. So he was a big boy. Yeah. You've never seen Band of Brothers? No. We're not. That's. We'll talk about this afterwards. No, no, no. no. Pause, pause the podcast. <laughs> no, we'll talk about this afterwards. So. The goddamn American Ramirez hero. technically. Okay, so if we're breaking this down into scales. Yep. Technically, Ramirez has height over Panzeram, but only by are one. Are we inch. seriously doing cage matches? Yes, I'm so we confused. are. We are because of the fact that these two are, I feel like, pretty closely matched. Um, however, Panzeram has more weight. He is 50 pounds heavier than Ramirez, which is a huge difference. I feel like but like I said, Ramirez. But I feel like Ramirez, he's he's oh, very yeah. Ramirez is very like, very lanky, right? Yeah, Which I feel like his reach would be good. Um, how many total murders does Ramirez have? So it? he has less of what did I say? 14, Fourteen, and then um, two dozen other. Um, like oh, like burglary. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. But then also other crimes, like <clears throat> like he also had other things. Burglary, sure. like drug possession, yeah. that sort of Pretty thing. much all of, everybody um, starts out with their, their yeah. petties. Panzeram was what, how many confirmed kills? 22. And then other crimes, it was like up a to lot. a thousand? A like, uh, no, it was 
20, 22 kills, a thousand sodomies, okay. and then anything he could possibly break, he did. But we're talking about serial killers. Right. Yes. By yes. murder wise. By murder wise, it's not that different. So, okay, so murder wise, uh, Panzerim still has more. Uh, Ramirez is taller, but uh, Panzerim is heavier. <laughs> However, cultural impact. <laughs> the, the, the criminal charges on Wikipedia is hilarious. Can I ask um, yeah, for Panzerim, what was his like mode of murder? Uh, it was oh. a lot of stranglings. Okay. I feel like, yeah. Okay, that's kind of cool. Which is not easy to do. Also. Oh, yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah. yeah. I okay. love, so in the criminal charges, we've got arson, battery, burglary, criminal possession of a handgun for some reason, <laughs> rape, robbery, vandalism, murder, no, no, and, and he had a gun. Okay. Cool things. Does it put any, but I feel like, yeah, he preferred strangulation. No, it was definitely, he was yeah. very visceral. He wanted to hurt people. I think, didn't he also just like very fucking straight up beat people to death, oh, sure, too? Sure. Yeah. That's like crazy, but I feel like if he tries to strangle someone, yes. Um, if we're looking at it a straight toe to toe, Ramirez weapon wise comes on top. Oh yeah, because, he's, a, he's like a because Ramirez literally used guns, yeah. knives, strangulation, the like snake Pliskin of murderers. Yes, he was just all over the place. Um, and he had a background in it training. Yes. Um, as far as like being hardened by society, definitely Panzeram because he just was straight up like yeah. the most hardened person in the world to the point where he hated society. Um, cultural impact goes to Ramirez because, yes. like I said, with you three, didn't get a parade. You three didn't even hear about Panzeram, but yeah. Ramirez, it's like that's a name you know, and right? And I like look and, up serial killers and I slide Yeah. And um, Ramirez <laughs> is like, Merrim is, like I said, when he got caught, it was a fucking parade. Um, he had straight up groupies going to his trial. Like, it was crazy. I remember even on the documentary, like, one, I think it was one of his, like, victims who lived, or, or like a family member of one of the victims went to the trial. And there was a dude sitting next to her, and she, like, looked over at him, and she's like, oh, I wonder why he's here. But he had a straight up pentagram like on the palm of his hand. So he was a fan. So Ramirez had fans versus Panzram. Nobody knows who the fuck he is, you know? Um, I feel like he was going for notoriety though. Oh, I think both yeah. of them were, yeah, for sure. But it's, it's so hard to say because like culturally and name-wise, like, le or le I should say legacy, Ramirez has it in the bag. Physicality, I feel like if he went toe-to-toe -to, -toe to Panzram, Ramirez wouldn't stand a chance. Like, I he mean, would get his it, ass beat. I feel like that's only if you're talking straight up hand-to-hand -hand combat. Right? Yes, sure. If he had access to everything that Richard Ramirez was known for, then yeah, he's fucked. Like, Carl Panzerum's yeah. in the bag. Like, yeah, horrible. but even then, it, you made actually a good point with um, the fact that if they did go toe-to-toe -to -toe with their weapons <clears> of choice, Ramirez would come on top because he did have a gun, he did have a knife, versus Panzerim where he just preferred strangulation and mm -hmm. sodomy and whatever else. Boy, did he prefer something. Yeah. Um, fuck. Boy. This is really... This is really... <laughs> this is really hard because I feel like they are pretty Boy. even down the bat, but if I am going to go the route of if you did put them in a room together, who would come out on top? I'm going to say Panther M. Okay. Because of the fact that he is muscular. Well, he's just your favorite. 
favorite. No, well, I'm not, well okay. So, so I walk in here and be like, how did you do my research? And Harrison's like, whoa, whoa, I got this. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I, I did want to give it to Ramirez because of the fact that he had such a cultural impact. And that she'll hurt you when, it's, when that And that off, too. And Shayla, hurt. when as soon as I turn off the record button, she's going to start wailing on me. But. Will not be and not in the vocal three. way. Like, but <laughs> the fact is, I think at the end of the like day. Like hands around, like, she's already standing yeah. up right now. Yes. But at the end of the day, I think. As, like as as far as you put like strength and efficiency goes, I think Panzeram is the more efficient killer than Ramirez. It's kind of like the other last week when we did H. H. Holmes. I think he's yeah. the more efficient killer. I don't know. I really don't. That's a that's a hard. Like I I really think that these two are equal matched as far as like not as like as horrible people. I think Panzeram is much more of a horrible dirtbag of a human being. But as a murderer, I think they're so close to each other. That. I mean, it really is up it to was you. A, it was a very, it was a very even match, yeah. um, which is kind of annoying. <laughs> which is why, which, which is why well, I broke, which is why I broke it down into. Well, I guess it wasn't random. It was yeah, it was very random. So it, just so um, it just Don't happened to work out that way. But like I said, I, it's just, it's one of those things where it's just like it's, it's going to be that way where it's like, oh, it could either go this way or this way, and it really depends on. The argument, like technically, as far as killing goes, he had more killings and he was more of Just an intense though. person. Well, no, not more than that was like twenty-two versus fourteen. That's but a he huge had a difference. Way longer. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, I don't know. It's just it could go either way. Yeah, it could go either way. Um, but today, I but as the final vote, as the <laughs> as the final vote as the judge, I am giving it to Panzeram and Shayla. That means you lost twice. I know. <laughs> you I've fucker. I'm so prepared though. Yeah. Um, no, you did. It was actually really good, and that's actually a hard fight. Um, I so a <laughs> <laughs> I watched a documentary. And, uh, yeah, and leaned heavily on Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, so. The fans, though. No, I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> no, I was gonna. I was gonna say. I was gonna. I'm gonna get so much shit for the fact that I picked Panzeram over Ramirez. I, I, I know so. I am. I mean, you're just like, that's cool. He's cool. Like what you like. Your emotions, like just like Panzerim, got the yeah. best. Of you. No, I did. I no. So that's the thing is, like, I am a fan of Panzerim, but I did go into this as a neutral. Like, I wasn't like, oh, I'm <laughs> gonna. Like, how can I make him win? What's what's Ramirez played again? <laughs> One more time. He knew when he went to bed last night, what his choice was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do believe we're getting claims of an unneutral uh, judge here. <laughs> well, no, but that's. But that's okay, cause that's okay though, cause like, next week you're gonna be the judge. Yeah, but I, and. Yeah, or I guess both, next time we record. Yeah, you both have. Screwed me over. So oh. I have no time. <laughs> yes. So we're still point, even. So. Let's, uh, let's real quick. Let's check to see what uh, Eli thinks. Oh yeah, he's gone. He's dead. <laughs> so what do we have next week? So okay, so next week I we have. Next week we have Bell Gunnis, <laughs> which is which is a female Nordic serial killer. Nordic. Yeah, she was, or no, sorry, she was, well, she was Norwegian. Okay, I was going to say. And versus... the wrong Bell Gunn as I know of. Versus Jack the Ripper. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. So this is going to be the See, most the amazing is, fight I'm, of the season. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Harrison mode right now because I don't want my character to win. Yeah. Because I love Bell Gunn so much. Well, but that's the thing is, like, I love Jack the Ripper so much, but it's like, I, but, like, Bell Gunn is also amazing. Yeah. So... Um, so it'll be Bell Gunnis versus Jack the Ripper. Um, Quick check, Shayla. Versus... Have you heard of Bell Gunnis? I'm not. I mean, from you guys talking about yeah. it. Okay. So. Have so, you yeah. heard of Jack the Ripper? 
Yes. <laughs> so once again, yeah, Jack the Ripper. Once again, household name. Bell Gunn is more of an underdog. But we hope to make she... everyone. I think they've both been pretty well. Like they've all been pretty well matched up that way. Yeah. Yes. And I was there's always kinda... like some kind of. Bill Gunnis and Jack the Ripper is more of like a humorous one. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also like because of the fact that Jack the Ripper only killed like female like uh, sex workers. And also surprisingly, not as many people as a lot of people think. No. Jack he, the Ripper was only, barely a serial. He leader. only had five confirmed. No spoilers. Sorry. You yeah. just took out half my. Sorry. Sorry. I was actually kind of hoping for Chikatilo versus Belgunas, just yes. because then it would be a full humor episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just two fucking weirdos. Yeah. Because the week after that, you have Chikatilo, right? Yeah, and then versus. Uh, Green River, yeah. which will be a weird one. Who has Green River? Do I? I do. Okay. I do. Oh, which yeah, you only did. I just did two because you did two and we did three. We didn't know what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't know what's going like, on, man. Yeah, so next week we have, or yeah, next week we have Bell Gunnis and versus Jack the Ripper. Following that, we have Green River versus Chikatilo. That will be the end of essentially season one. Well, it doesn't so, have to be like a like battle, for, like a full. Oh yes, you're right. Sorry, you're right. I was gonna say there has to be a grand beat off. Are we that going to really break bad. it down? to like two more verses or are we just gonna do yes. that's what I was saying yeah yeah sorry it's, it's more like tournament brackets yeah, okay. yeah. Um, we first could do, round yeah first round yes. first round of first season and then once we get down to the final winner of the first season we can start off with a new season of different names and kind of open it to be more obscure with more names yeah I'm um, still I'm because still. because that's the thing is like there was there was a lot of names that we left out. Like if people were like, oh, where's yeah, Dahmer? Where's yeah. Bundy? Where's these people? We had all those names, but we wanted to make it even and break it down equally so that it wasn't like an overwhelming thing where it's like a hundred fucking episodes where we talk about this shit, so. I'm still gonna, I'm gonna uh, lobby for uh, Laverenti Beria to be in the serial, cat- serial killer category, even though he was the, the secret you could guy. say fucking J. Edgar Hoover with no. a goddamn serial killer <laughs> you know it's but like I still think I still think Beria gets in as a as a serial murderer because of what he did right as in his personal life not even talking about well the, it was like it was like the guy because for the next season I want to include the guy that I talked about earlier who sent bombs in the mail because I feel like he was a serial killer right because he kind of fit that mo more than like a mass murderer or a like whatever a you want terrorist? yeah or, or, like technically he was like called a domestic terrorist but it's like realistically what's the difference between a domestic of a serial killer yeah what's it's the actually di- kind of a pain because yeah. there are some people that that like with like barrier or like the what was the the angel of death from the concentration camps like oh yeah yeah one, yeah, yeah. Like, that man was genuinely a serial killer yeah. but it was a state-sponsored serial killer right. so that like blurs the, the lines or even uh or even in like yeah, oh, uh, or even Koklinski, where he was a mob hitman, but he was still a serial killer. But it's like people don't classify him as that because I he was because it was, he was a hitman. But it's like he was still a serial killer. Yeah, you I know? feel like we should do like a like a chaos round one of these times, where we're just like, yeah, maybe a chaos season of just like okay, these are not technically serial killers, but they're dirtbags who kill a lot of people. Right? Yeah, they weren't they weren't branded as your standard serial killers, but I consider them like even the guy who did all the witch burnings. I think his last name was Cotton. Like, oh, Ma- was the, it Mathers for the, Cotton? For the uh, the, it's like he was literally burning women alive. He is a serial yeah. killer, but the, the fact sponsor. that it was under the church or well, yeah, whatever it makes stable, it so it he sponsor. wasn't. So it's like no, he's still a serial killer. So that's the thing is like. Serial killer to me is a broad term. You know, it's like there are people who serial kill, 
but the fact that they are have these other tiny little uh, yeah. subgenres make it so they aren't considered that like domestic terrorist, mass yeah. murderer, school shooter, whatever. Right, it's like all the, it's, school shooter it's is all the same thing. It's, it's all the same thing. But it's a rapid serial killer. Yes. Well, good thing it's our podcast and we can talk about new ones. Yes, right. exactly. Anyway, so this concludes week two. Uh, Panzerian comes on top. So, so far week one, the winner was H.H. H. Holmes. Uh, just as a, just as a reminder, he was the um, he had the murder castle. murder castle, and then this week we have Panzeram, who was the <laughs> serial oh, sodomizer, the, the rapist of rapists. So yes, far. Um, I will say, yeah, honestly, at least Ramirez just killed adults. Yeah. No, he raped children though. So. <laughs> he did too. <laughs> yes, he did. Right? He raped children too. <sighs> um, just can't. Thought he had one little. They just can't win. No. These horrible people just yeah. did horrible things. Try to find some good. Yeah. <laughs> essentially, essentially. At least he didn't rape a thousand people. Yeah. <laughs> essentially, Ramirez is Panzeram light. <laughs> or diet, diet, diet Panzeram. Diet. <laughs> Mountain Dew diet. Anyway, so this concludes the Secret Silo Show Battle Royale Serial Killer Edition, and we will see you guys next week. Any closing remarks from you guys? No hard challenge. No, I'm so glad I just get to judge next week. Just beat him up. My favorite thing. Yes. She's just judge people. Yeah, since we made you lose both times. I now know, she's, so a, like... she's about to judge all of us with her fists. <laughs> she's about to catch these fun. hands. It's been it's fun just to talk about it and yeah. it's not like I lose Yeah. Like Oh no, there's like, like five thousand dollars. It's not it's, it's not like we're winning a, it's not like we're winning a trip to Disneyland over talking about serial killers. I mean it's maybe like eventually. Five, but Maybe we'll get some sponsors, yeah, you know. More money than anything Eventually, we might get some sponsors from like Adam and Eve or something. We're like, hey, you can win this. Or whoever's alive on death row right now. For yes. <laughs> yeah. your podcast. All right. Well, we will see y'all next week for the third round. <laughs>